few days I've just been feeling weird. Like there's just like a heaviness. And so I'm like, okay. I know Mercury Retrograde ended a few days ago. And mm, I know it's gonna like that energy from the Mercury Retrograde is gonna linger on for a few days or weeks. Like the aftermath and stuff. So I'm wondering if that's what I'm feeling right now or if it has something more so to do with the supermoon. The strawberry supermoon that we had last night. And I'm feeling the energies of that or if I'm just feeling the overall energies of like the collective of, you know, whatever vibration is radiating off of Mother Gaia. Or if it's just because I'm like coming off of my period. Feels weird. Mm. I just, I don't know. Like, it's just a weird fucking feeling. Like, but it's kind of peaceful, but at the same time, it's not. It's just like, oh, like a heaviness. And I've just been doing like a lot of uh, reflecting and stuff as usual these last um, few months actually and I definitely do feel like I'm coming out of the dark and ego stage of awakening but now I feel like I'm more so entering the void stage so it's just like that in between stage like you don't know what to do you feel stuck like you know all of this information and you're like okay i know this information now what now what do i do you know and so you just like you're asking the universe hey I've done the work, I've, you know, made sure to do shadow work, made sure to do the inner healing, all of that extra shit I made sure to do. So now what? What do I do? Like, do I, like, it's just, it feels just like a, like a just stuck energy. And usually not knowing what to do makes me like it makes me get very anxious but it's like i'm saying it's kind of peaceful for once and that feels really nice because usually it's not peaceful usually it's like okay i don't know what to do now I'm stressing out. Now I'm going to go ahead and binge like a bunch of tarot readings. Now I'm going to go and like constantly just bother my spirit guys and ask them, hey, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to do this? Should I do that? Like, what is the right way? Like, I need specific details, like answers, you know? Like, you can't just give me like a half-assed answer and tell me, oh, go within and find the answers, which I already know. Like, I already know that. But it's like, you know, it's just, it's easier 
when you like when they hint at things but then that's like i know that stems from control issues for sure because if it wasn't about that like i wouldn't be freaking out that much because i have no control and i fear the unknown which makes a lot of sense then it's just like okay so this is why i'm feeling this way so i don't know i don't fucking know and i'm just like i feel just really strange but now that i'm grounding right now it feels better yeah so it is what it is bro this entire like bro i've came a long way since the spiritual awakening yeah because literally a year ago like literally my whole mindset was different for the most part but it's like that same blissful energy like that feeling that i had before it's starting to return but it's not from a like what's it called it's not from a ignorant place it's from like okay i've went through that dark period i've done the work and now i am being rewarded for all that hard work and like receiving blessings from it you know being able to easily manifest so now I feel awesome and I'm proud of myself because that was painful like healing is not easy it's, it's very difficult you're gonna feel all these things you're gonna feel angry you're gonna feel just like well at least for me I felt very angry but you're gonna feel super emotional and once like you never fully heal but you get to a point where you just you heal enough so that it doesn't bother you anymore so that you don't like you know do the same toxic things that you used to do you don't self-sabotage you don't project all of that suppressed anger and you you know frustration sadness depression traumas onto others like insecurities onto others you no longer do that and you become more aware of things you know how to handle them in a more healthy and effective way and that's a beautiful thing to like be able to do but it's just like you know when you get to that point where you've like done all the work now you're like okay now you just it just feels for some time you just kind of feel stuck like okay what do i do now like and then at the same time you if you're someone like me that fears unknown like fears change and stuff because like i have anticipatory anxiety so it makes sense so it's just like now i'm like okay what do i need to do like i don't want to and plus i'm indecisive so it's like do i i don't want to make the wrong choice you know i want to be able to be on the right path but then i have to remember like there's no such thing as like the right path if you know what i mean like everything happens for a reason so it's just like 
no matter what decision you make, you are destined to make that decision. You know what I mean? Like, even if it seems like a bad decision that you made that puts you through this, like, period of just drama and, like, feels like negativity and just, like, tests, like, challenges and things like that. That was meant to happen because you'll look back at those times and be like, okay, well, clearly I learned this from that experience and I've grown from it. I've become wiser. Now I know if that happens again, like a similar experience occurs, then I'll know how to handle it in a better way. And so it's like, even that was a good choice. That was a good decision, if that makes sense. So it's like, you don't, there's no such thing as being a failure in life. You can't really fail at life if this is all just like, like if you're just a multidimensional being having a human experience, you can't really fail at that. You know, like it is what it is. Same goes for like, I don't know if I just saw Cicada. That looks like a bee. I'm pretty sure it's a bee. But anyways, I just saw something. Like, it just popped up in my mind. I'm just thinking, okay, there's no such thing as being a failure. There's no such thing as being a loser. There's no such thing. Like, a lot of the things that we would consider being a failure, like, if you lack certain material possessions or social or financial status and things like that, it's like it's not that big of a deal for real for real because it's like if all of this is just <laughs> this is like a simulation it's the fucking matrix so it doesn't really matter what matters is the growth that you've done while you were here and like allowing yourself to experience and become aware and remember to like truly recognize your power the power that you hold within you you know the beauty that you hold within you and that itself is just very comforting to know like hey i don't really have to do much like yeah the, i have to do things in regards to inner work because when you heal yourself internally then you will start to manifest things you attract things attract people that align with that frequency that you are starting to radiate and like i said you no longer tolerate bs from people you you love yourself when someone truly loves their self you will know and sometimes other people will start to get intimidated by that or they'll start to look at you as like being selfish because now they can no longer like manipulate you use you you know, say things to you that's going to bother you. They can no longer do that. They no longer have that power. You took it back and you know your worth. And that is like the strongest thing ever when you're able to do that. And like for me, I used to have like a lot of people pleasing tendencies. And when it came to people pleasing tendencies, I just, I felt, I guess it's part of being an empath and a labor rising. But I always just wanted to go out of my way to make other people feel loved and, you know, worthy and heard. 
understood. It's because I didn't feel that way. Like, especially growing up, I never felt that way. And I've always wanted someone to make me feel that way. Never really did meet anyone like that. And I'm like, okay, well, might as well do it for myself. And so I'm learning how to do that. And the more that I learn, the more that I let it go, I allow myself, hey, like, it's okay not to be okay all the time. It's okay to be anxious. But ask yourself, why are you actually anxious? What are you afraid of? And it always results back to other people's judgments or, like, you know, fears of abandonment, you know, rejection, like I said, judgment. So it's like when you recognize these things, these patterns, these uh, people-pleasing tendencies, these, all of these things, then you'll, like, it becomes much easier to, like, handle because now you're aware of it and many people aren't aware of those traits that they have and so it's just like because of this they're thinking okay they can do no wrong anyone who believes that they can do no wrong i'm talking about anybody who believes that those are the people that you need to like steer clear from because either they pretend to be unaware or they actually are the ones that actually are it's like what the fuck but the ones that are aware of their toxic traits and they continue like they don't want to change they don't want to improve they want to use that as an advantage over other people who they consider weak-minded that's evil as fuck because then it's like you know that you're being manipulative, that you're being emotionally, verbally, physically, mentally, sexually abusive, yet you, you know, continue to project that, continue to just go out of your way to create chaos and hurt people because you have been hurt and that's not fair to anyone, not even fair to yourself because what are you doing? You're self-sabotaging, you're causing yourself to have more and more karma which means that you're more likely to have to reincarnate back here and experience those things that you have inflicted on others and that's just gonna be i mean that's your karma so you get everything has to balance out but it's like i understand why people do things like that i understand narcissists energy vampires i understand them because they have been through a lot and everything literally everything is a trauma response so they that's their way of reacting to it but it's not a healthy way it's not really solving anything it's just making things worse and some people like empaths believe like you know they know this they understand where these people are coming from and they feel like okay well they kind of take on the responsibility of like a caregiver like they feel like it's their responsibility to fix them to heal them you know help them see things differently and mature it's not your responsibility i had to come to this realization myself like 
It's not your responsibility to heal other people. It's not your responsibility to awaken other people. No matter what all these fucking gurus say. Like, whatever. It really isn't. Yes, you can help spread awareness. Like, wisdom and stuff. But those people have to want to heal themselves. They have to want to change. They are the ones who have to put in the work. Yes, you can show them the path but they have to walk it themselves they have to want to heal you can't force someone to heal you can't force someone to awaken especially if it wasn't their time yeah if their soul didn't decide to do that yet in this lifetime or you know in this year or whatever you can't really force that onto other people and like project that so it's just like when you release that mindset of thinking that you're responsible for everyone's healing other than your own, think life just gets easier. Like, you just feel so calm. And I just love this. Like, I haven't made an audio in so fucking long, bruh, of just talking. It's been a minute because, like, you know, I was tested a little bit in may and june but now i'm starting to feel better and even me right now i'm like literally walking back and forth and i'm grounding you know in the grass and whatnot and i feel better i'm already feeling healed earlier i was like oh i feel all heavy and shit now i feel amazing see this is what you do this is why i tell people to do that and then i understand why it's hard sometimes to want to do this on a consistent basis like even me i struggle with that And, like, that's just really unrealistic anyway. So it's just, like, you don't put that unrealistic expectations on yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you, whenever you feel like it, whenever you feel called to do it, then do it. Sometimes you may have to force yourself, and that's fine, too. But don't think that you have to do this all the time. Like, ground, eat healthy, do this and that. Another thing I want to, like, cover is that when it comes to eating healthy, having, like, this healthy lifestyle, like, if you're someone like me who comes across a bunch of TikToks like that, or, you know, you see it on social media in general, when their people are like, you need to eat healthy, exercise, put your feet in the grass, you know, um, make sure you moon gaze, make sure you sun gaze, make sure you sunbathe, blah, 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 whatever, right? And you have to do this on a regular basis. Okay. So people who say that, <laughs> you guys already know how I feel about that. Because I feel like those people are very privileged to say shit like that. But also, like I'm saying, you can tell when someone has experienced the dark stage of awakening versus someone who hasn't. And not everybody does, which is kind of strange to me because I feel like, to me, it seems necessary. But then in my case, it was. Maybe for other people, it's not. But it's like, if you've been through depression, 
then you know how fucking hard it is to just do basic tasks like get up every morning shower brush your teeth i don't know maintain friendships like connections and all that shit you know how draining that is it's just so debilitating bro and you just feel like after you have questioned almost everything including your existence you no longer see a point to any of this and you're just like okay (laughs) what the fuck like what am i doing here why am i here i hate it here i'm gonna go home i still feel like this but the best way i can describe this it happens at different pace for each person For me, I was in the dark night of the stage of awakening for about 10 months. 9 to 10 months, so almost a year. That's a long fucking time. There are people who say they've been, they have experienced dark night of the soul for like a few weeks and months. And I'm just like, okay, well, I guess they didn't have as much trauma or like their ego wasn't as active and resistant as mine but um like I said everyone's different but for me it just took a really long time to get to that point where I just kind of surrendered to all of this to this human experience and I'm still you know doing that still in the process of doing that it's not like oh I fully just surrendered and like okay whatever but now For instance, when I, usually, when I would go on social media, like if I would watch some TikToks, um, because there's so many now, I don't know if it's just my For You page or if it's like, people like in general just awakening, awakening, because like, of course we're having a mass awakening right now, but for the majority of like TikTok, it just seems like a lot of people are starting to you know, question things and become very frustrated with how this matrix is ran and like everyone is just like hating capitalism and wanting to quit and just all of this shit, right? Like, why? Why are we doing this? Like, this is not how it's supposed to be. And of course, they remind me so much of myself because I'm like, been there, done that. Yeah, I understand. And sometimes, even if I was having a good day and I would go watch some of those videos, seeing a few would just kind of like trigger my anger again. And I would be back in that mindset of just hating life and like wanting to leave and like just not seeing a point to anything. But then I just gradually became less and less bothered by seeing those TikToks to the point now where it's just like, I don't even, I don't even like, get triggered by it anymore like now it's just like okay well that happened you know there's so many things going on i see the chemtrails every day i see all this horrible shit happening every day you know the the human trafficking the it's just the horrible shit going on in the world and like capitalism having to pay bills but then again i'm in a spot where i'm like pretty privileged to like not be able to work right now and stuff like that so it's like it's easier for me to just be like okay well I feel amazing I don't feel bothered 
let's see what happens once I, you know, do become employed again. But uh, as of right now, it's just like, yeah, the world's shitty. But who cares? <laughs> like, we're we're all gonna die one day anyway. That's like kind of what I I kind of forgot why I brought up you know, the eating healthy and doing all this stuff. So when it comes to that, think about this. No matter how much someone eats healthy, they exercise regularly, they get enough sleep, they they maintain healthy friendships, they do this and do that, they're still going to die one day, just like the rest of us. And sometimes those same people who are doing, working so hard to stay healthy, they still end up dying at a young age. Not for, not due to health reasons, but more so an accident of some sort, like a car accident or something, or a murder. You know, so like nothing is guaranteed. And so if you're someone that actually like just enjoys eating healthy and doing things, it's just going to keep your vibration like leveled out, like balanced and stuff like that then continue to do so but if you're someone that's like low-key kind of stressing over trying to maintain that type of healthy lifestyle just stop stop stressing bruh like you like i said before everything you do will have a consequence so you can eat healthy for the time being like while you're here or you can eat whatever the fuck you want to eat and then deal with you know health problems But, you know, you ate what you wanted to eat and you're going to die anyway, so it doesn't matter. So it's like, once you stop comparing your experience to other people's, it's just, it's more peaceful. And I stopped doing that. I just stopped becoming bothered. And if I catch myself being bothered, you know, I do validate those feelings still. Because that's still really important to do, but just don't get to a point where you feel like you like you allow that shit to really affect you to the point where you can't even get out of bed to the point where you're just back in that angry low frustrated mindset you know so yeah it's just like I can't, ex- it's really hard to explain, but I've done, like I said, I've done the work, the inner work, and now I'm just like, I feel stuck. I saw this TikTok, it's not really like spiritual related, I mean, I mean it kind of is, but it was like, this person was saying how they have now entered a new season of their life. So... That means they had new characters, They, it's a new plot, new setting, all that shit, right? And they're like, wow. Like a new season of their life, a new chapter, whatever. And then I went to the comments, and I, there's people like me who was like, oh, I feel like I'm in between seasons because there's nothing going on. They have no friends. They don't know what to do with their life. They just, They just feel stuck and just like, okay, now what? And I feel like that too, and like... I thought about that, and I was like, damn, like, we all out here living the same life, bruh. We, 
Exactly. Like, we are just out here feeling all fucking just stuck and stagnant. But I feel like it's important to feel that way sometimes. You know, to be still with your thoughts and really reflect. And that's why this time in solitude is very, very important. Because if you, if you like, think about it. If it wasn't for you being in that pause period, you wouldn't know. Like, you wouldn't be able to reflect and grow from those experiences. A lot of the time, sometimes people, they'll like hop from one experience to another without even really doing the reflecting of that which will allow you to release things that no longer serve you from that incident or that chapter so that you can successfully move on to the next one and know how to handle things better and become more aware of things in order for you to extend your growth. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's important to spend time in solitude, reflecting, healing, recognizing your true power going within to find certain answers, going within to find that validation, that love, that peace, the joy, the healing that you need, that you desire, that you tend to seek externally, through external temporary things, such as other people, such as material possessions, because none of that shit matters in the end. You have yourself. You always will have yourself. You will always be with yourself. You're this entire experience. You came here alone. You die alone. Even if you're a twin, doesn't matter. You still came here alone. You perceive things from a different perspective than anyone else. Only you know what you've been through. So that's what makes all of us unique in our own way. And it's just like a beautiful thing. So when you take back that power and you surrender, surrendering is fucking hard. When people would, like, when I would watch certain spiritual gurus and they would say shit like that, like, surrender to the divine. Surrender to this and that. That shit used to bother me. Like, I used to get really annoyed. And I'm not gonna lie. There is a lot of toxic positivity within the spiritual community, for sure. For sure. But... When they would say things like that, I was just like, what does that even mean? I don't understand. Can someone elaborate? Like, but then it goes, it kind of stems from like wanting answers, you know, wanting control. Because the more answers you have, the more hints they give you, the more control you feel like you've gained. That way you can navigate through this life in an easier way knowing certain things but like the universe is like no no no. we're gonna like hint at a few things but for the most part you have to figure it out because if they tell you everything or like really important details of course that's going to be like you're not really going to experience or perceive things in the same way that the way that you were destined to experience you know what i mean like it may like change something up for instance if they like What's a good example? Um, when it comes to tarot readings, if a tarot reader will just tell you exactly 
how you would meet your significant other, like your twin flame, soulmate, whatever. And they tell you how they look. They tell you how, like, where you guys will meet the exact day or, like, time of year. Um, They just give really important details of that person. You're more likely going to, (laughs) like, try to, like, you're going to go out of your way to, like, search for that specific person based on, like, the details, you know, that was presented to you. And sometimes that would cause you to, like, you know, make a wrong choice. Because at first, like, tarot readers are always reading the current energy, right? So if you start to do things and become obsessive over that, it will change a few things in that destiny. If that makes sense. It might not. I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but whatever bear with me so it's like if you did not see that tarot reader and you just went on with your life you were going to meet that soulmate at some point right and you're going to meet them the way that you were destined to meet them but if you go to a tarot i'm not saying the tarot readers are bad by the way i love tarot readers okay but i'm just using the example you go to your tarot eater and they tell you literally exactly how it's going to play out like it's not going to really hold it's not going to be as special like that moment of encountering your soulmate it won't be as special because you already knew beforehand you were already like program your mind to believe it was going to happen a certain way and be a certain way and by doing that sometimes you kind of the universe is like, okay, well, it wasn't supposed to be like that. You weren't supposed to know exactly, so now we're going to change things up a bit. Or you do something that will personally, you know, change that. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just like, easier said than done. But go with the flow. Just go with the flow. That's easier said than done, but that's, like, the best way I can describe it. When you go to the flow, when you surrender, when you're just like, okay. When you really, when you're in the present moment, that is when you find the most peace. So, for example, if you're, like, outside, like, right now, you're sitting outside instead of getting on your phone, instead of you know sometimes like our mind will wander if you're someone like me who overthinks your mind will wander while you're sitting outside you feel like like grabbing your phone and checking it or you start thinking about all the things that you have to get done that later that day or that week or you know thinking about the future or you know thinking about the past and you're like shit like bruh like start thinking about your trauma you feel painful all that stuff and it's okay to do that it's okay to reflect on those past events and it is okay to like plan for the future but don't get too caught up into it to the point where you start to obsess over it and it makes you anxious or depressed like learn how to pull back when necessary at the appropriate time for you 
and try to stay in the moment as much as possible. So when you're sitting outside or you're going for a walk or something, just use, try to be in the moment by using your senses as much as possible. So for me, I like to, when I sit in the sun, I like to to really focus on how the sun, how the breeze, how um, certain things, or how like the grass underneath my feet, certain things feel on my skin, on my body. And focus on, like visually focus on your surroundings. So I'm, I'm looking and I'm like focusing on, you know, the squirrels, in the grass searching for nuts, the birds flying past, the butterflies, the, you know, the neighbors, um, the trees swaying in the wind, the sun, like the, the clouds moving or whatever, right? Or, and then when it comes to hearing, you focus on like, for instance, for me, I hear, I'm pretty sure you can hear in the background cars driving past you know the kids playing and like their like screams echoing in the nearby distance the birds chirping uh what else so like hearing smelling as well like it's summertime a lot of people are mowing their lawns focus on the sound of the lawnmower and the smell of the cut grass focus on these things you know the more that you do that focus on that try your hardest to just keep that focus and it will help to the point where like you don't even feel the need to like you'll forget about your phone you'll forget about all the things you need to get done or the past for that moment now this moment could only last may last for a few seconds at first and that's okay like you know you have to start somewhere but gradually you'll start to get more like it will just become easier to do and this is a form of meditation there are different types of meditations a lot of people think like you're supposed to just sit crisscross applesauce fucking ground and like close your eyes, focus on your breathing. Yes, you can do that. Yes, that works for some people. But if you're someone with like ADHD, just someone that overthinks, it's really hard for you to sit still, or you like have back problems and shit, you can't sit straight. Like me, you don't have to do it like that. You can lay down like on your back. It doesn't even have to be outside. It can be in your room or whatever. Any place that you find peaceful and you could just like, lay there just gaze up at the ceiling and really think about things think of no focus no focus on your surroundings when i say that or you know um just start saying affirmations like thinking affirmations like ones that will help raise your vibration or make you feel better help you heal or um what else? There's, you can paint, you can color. I like to color. I love coloring. It's like, <laughs> you know, do activities as well that 
will bring out that inner child. It allows that inner child to have some fun to play every now and then. Inner, like when it comes to your inner child, that healing that you do for him or her or them, that is a huge important part of your shadow work. For real. Like it is. So do things that you used to do that will give you nostalgia and you and not like a nostalgia where you feel just sad afterwards like shit like I wish I can go back to those times but like nostalgia where like oh I remember those great moments and I know there's a lot of us like me for instance our childhood wasn't as bright as some people were able to experience but you know I'm pretty sure there are certain points where you can remember that did bring you joy like even if it was like a certain cartoon you would watch on a Saturday morning or some cereal or like some type of food that you enjoyed eating when you were a kid or like ah shit I don't think I stuck on thing some cicada or some shit like that or stick anyways or like Hmm. There's just, there's so many things that you could do. Play dress up. I know some people like to do that. Or jump rope. Get a bike. Get a scooter. <laughs> or like do roller skating or skateboarding. Um, I like to go to the playground and just get on the swings. I mean, that's like the best part of the playground. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone can agree on that. But get on the swing bruh and just swing and enjoy yourself like or like you know if it's summertime you don't have allergies and shit like that just get outside and if you have friends have a water gun fight or something this can all be meditation um even when it comes to sleeping set intentions before you go to sleep i need to take my own advice on this I need to start doing this. I don't do this, but, you know, maybe set intentions. Like, okay, I intend to lucid dream, or I intend to heal my body, spirit, soul, energy, etc. while I sleep. Or, you know, maybe ask your spirit guides or your higher self, show me anything that you need me to, like, know, or I don't know, some shit like that. You'll figure it out. It's just like you can do, there's so many things that you could do. Um, yeah, so it's just like, you, it's all about intention. It's all about just awareness. When you catch yourself being toxic, when you catch your inner child throwing a tantrum, be like okay check your ego but also validate their feelings as well you know what i mean like okay you're angry i'm allow you to feel this for a minute then we're gonna you know do some reflecting let's ask why we are angry what exactly did this person say or do to me that made me angry did it bring up something from the past that i haven't really healed that i haven't really addressed yet you know, did it take me back to a point where I felt, for instance, like I was treated unfairly or was I um, misjudged or 
you know, I wasn't able to verbally express myself and they shut me off. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that you can ask yourself. When you sit down, you ask yourself, you can write it out if you want to. Writing really helps me. I know some people, it's like hard for them to do all that. It, it is kind of time consuming, so. Um, or you can make an audio diary like me. Just talk. Venting, I swear, venting to yourself is like so therapeutic and insightful. Because like I said, only you know what you've been through. And when you're alone, like if you're someone like me who enjoys their own company, who is comfortable being alone, it's easier to vent to yourself because there's no judgment. You know, like I said, only you know what you've been through. Only you are able to perceive things in the way that you do. And so you, there's no, if you were to vent to someone else, sometimes you'll hold back, you know, certain things because you don't want other person to look at you like, okay, this person's toxic as hell or, you know, like I said, judge you. Or even if this person may not judge you, sometimes some of us will feel guilty for even venting to them in the first place and thinking that, okay, like, are we being an energy vampire? Are we draining their energy? Like, I feel bad that I'm, like, emotionally unloading on them. Like, you know what I mean? So, when you are venting to yourself, you don't have to worry about either of those things. You know, like I said, there's no judgment. Say what you need to say. And usually when you're talking things out and you're asking yourself these questions, it's going to be, it's going to be easier. It's going to feel great because you're getting everything out and you're listening to yourself. And there's no one interrupting you as well. And sometimes, like, when we try to vent to people, they try to, like, you know, uh, it's just an instinct where people would be like, okay, I'm guessing, like, they want me to say something in return, like, give them advice. And then, you know, there's people who tend to, like, be, you know, toxic positive with their advice. And it's just like, no. You know, sometimes you just want someone to listen to you. They don't always have to give you advice. You know what I mean? So just like, why don't you do that for yourself? Sometimes. I know, like, sometimes you want to actually talk to someone else. And that's okay. But get to a point where you don't need to do that all the time. Like, need someone else to vent to. Need to release that energy onto someone else. But learn how to do it yourself. You know, and become independent with that. So that's something else that you could take into consideration. Uh, like I said, there are many things that you can do. But, yeah. Um, let's see. Someone answered this question that I have. This is my own personal question. When it comes to when you're grounding and stuff, People who are clairaudient, like right now, I'm walking back and forth in my backyard. You know, it's a nice, it's a pretty nice day. I mean, it's like a little partly cloudy, but, you know, the sun's still showing and shit. And I'm barefoot in the grass and I'm walking back and forth and I'm talking. And I'm getting all of these, you know, I'm giving advice and stuff. Is this, would this be considered channeling messages? Because, I mean, it kind of seems like it. I mean, it, it comes so natural to me where I just know what to say. 
but it's only because of my experience. So, but even sometimes when I don't experience things, I still know what to say. So I don't know. Someone answer that for me. Because I'm very just like fucking confused. Oh, this grass feels so good. On my fucking, <laughs> on my feet. Um, I'm trying to see if I have anything else to say. Hmm. Yeah, I think I pretty much said what I have to say. So, learn how to go within for things. Stop relying on temporary external things for happiness and validation and love and peace. I say this all the time. Uh, when it comes to meditation, there are different forms. You know, you don't have to do a particular one. You don't have to sit still. You could dance, move your body, roller skate, swim, do things that you enjoy doing. Even if you do it alone or do it with other people, it's still kind of a form of meditation. Uh, don't focus too much on trying to ascend into your higher self. That's another thing I'll quickly talk about. It's weird as fuck when people, especially on TikTok, I see so many people focusing so much on trying to become their higher self to the point where it's like, there's a lot of spirit, so-called spiritual people becoming very competitive. You know, just trying to show like, hey, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm manifesting my life. I'm you know, doing this every day, blah, 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 this is what you need to be doing, are you on the same level as me, and they, like, kind of, like, look down on other people who may not be aligned with their frequency, and then they call them certain things, they'll call them, like, bots, or, you know, sleep people, and honestly, I was like that, too, we all have spiritual egos, okay, or at least you'll develop one during this journey, most likely, but um, there's many that aren't even aware that they have it. I was like that at one point where I would look down on other people. But now I'm at a point where it's like no one's perfect. Stop comparing yourself. Stop thinking that you're better than other people. You're not. Uh, you were, you know, unaware at one point in time. Even if you weren't unaware to, like, an extreme extent as some... You still wear it, kind of. It took you a while to recognize your power. And by, like I said, a lot of them are just showing off their material possessions. Or like, oh, look at all this progress I've made. There's a difference between being, like, confident and arrogant. Same thing goes for being proud of your growth and your healing and just wanting to share that experience and wisdom of others versus being like, hey, I've done all of this. I'm better than you. Da, da, da. Like there, there's a, yeah, there's a big difference. So learn the difference if you haven't already. You'll get there. And it's okay if you do experience that point in time where your e spiritual ego kind of takes over. I mean, your ego is going to adapt to many things. You have different kinds. So when you do become spiritual, when you do awaken to the matrix, you will experience that part where you, you start to kind of like, you know, 
allow that ego to just adapt to the point where it can be just as toxic as your other ego, if not more. And don't, like I say before, your ego is not your enemy. It's not evil. You know, it's there to protect you. That's why it developed in the first place, to protect that inner child. And sometimes doesn't realize that it's doing more harm than good by trying so hard. So you just have to learn how to balance things out. Validate your feelings. Um, but learn how to release um, and improve when the time feels right for you. So that's really important. Um, yeah. Let me see. I'm trying to see if I have anything else to say. Work on your chakras. Some people need to hear that. Some need to focus on like certain ones, like sacral solar plexus. Definitely, if you have someone that wants to heal, start from the root chakra and move upward. Uh, sometimes some chakras tend to be more overactive than others, naturally. Like for me, my third eye chakra is definitely the one that's really like overactive and it has been for quite some time but it's like doing simple things like I said just put your feet in the grass your bare feet in the grass ground yourself work your way up so work on the root chakra then go upward to the solar plexus sacral heart throat third eye crown and yeah that may take a while though don't expect to be doing that in like one week or even one month that may take a few months and that's okay like i'm saying don't rush anything don't rush your progress don't compare your experience to other people we tend to do that subconsciously a lot of the time and then we feel like a failure because we didn't you know awaken at a certain time or we didn't heal fully which we like i said we never fully heal but like we didn't heal enough at the same pace as someone else who took a shorter amount of time to heal or some of us are still are in the dark night of the soul why well, refer to as the dark night of the ego stage of awakening a lot longer than others and so we feel like something's wrong with us like we're doing something wrong and we feel like we get angry with our ego because we're like bruh come on let's just stop resisting let's surrender but it's not that easy it takes time healing takes time so patience patience is fucking key and that's something that i had to learn and i'm still learning and it's it's really easy to be pessimistic but it's just as easy to be like toxic positive optimistic as well but balancing now that that is the hard part, learning how to balance unpleasant, pleasant emotions. That is what we tend to struggle with. But learn how to do that. And balance is different for each person. Keep that in mind. For example, when it comes to feminine and masculine energy, everyone has both, okay? 
I hate how there's fucking annoying ass. Okay, let me not, because that's my ego trying to come out. But there's people who believe that if you're female, if you're cis female or you're cis male, so for example, if you're cis female, you should be more in tune with your feminine energy than rather than your masculine energy, and vice versa when it comes to cis men. That's false. That is very false. You don't, like I said, balance looks different for each person. There can be a man who seems, appears to you or others slightly more in tune with their feminine energy than their masculine, but to them, they feel balanced. And that is okay. Because I said, like I said, balance looks different for each individual. So if there's a woman that's a little more in tune with her masculine energy, that's fine too. It's okay. It also depends on like your personal birth natal chart. Um, if you have certain, let's say, if you have certain astrological placements, um, it's going to be different for each individual. But like for me, for example, I'm a Gemini stellium. I have a lot of Gemini placements. And Gemini, that um, zodiac rules masculine energy. Well, it's dominated with masculine energy. So it makes sense for me to have more masculine and feminine energy. I have literally no water, oh, besides my midhaven, but no water in my chart. No fire either. It's just air <laughs> and a little tiny bit of earth towards placements. But for the most part, and this is tropical astrology, by the way, because there's a difference. In sidereal, then I do have more earth placements. But for a tropical... Um, I'm more in tune with my mask and energy, and that is okay. As long as I allow myself to, like, um, moments and times where I allow myself to be in tune with the feminine energy, then that balances it out. You know what I mean? And I feel more in tune with my feminine energy when I'm on my period, honestly. Because, you know, feminine energy is all about creation. Um, and when you're on your period, it's kind of like you're dealing with sacred blood, you're dealing with, you know, creation, things like that. Not really going to get too deep into it. But yeah, so I know it's been a long time since I made this audio. I hope it helps someone. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm probably going to either upload this like today if I have enough data or I might wait until like next month but whenever you listen to this I hope that you have a great day great life and if you're at a point in time where you feel super shitty you're dealing with spiritual depression or just like regular depression, you know, toxic, you live in a toxic household and you can't really escape out of that or you feel like you're falling behind, like you're not doing everything that you possibly can, it is okay if you feel that way. Don't be so hard on yourself. This is a journey. Healing, it takes time. So be, have compassion. It's important to, you know, have compassion and patience for yourself.
And if you're an empath like me, it's much easier to do that with other people, but learn how to do that with yourself more. And don't feel bad if it, if you start to come across as selfish. Um, because you start putting yourself first before others. It's okay. Um, I love you. And... Everything is going to be fine. And if you're stressed out about anything, just remember, we're all going to die one day anyway. And you get to return home. And when you return home and you return back to your galaxy, your planet, you will be rewarded. And you would be praised. Everybody would be happy of you because you're a warrior. You know how fucking hard it is to reincarnate here during this time to help with this with Mother Gaia's ascension. It's fucking hard, bruh. And we knew it. Even if it feels like, okay, why? So my higher self was setting me up. I feel like that too sometimes. Don't get don't get me wrong, but we knew what we were getting ourselves into for the most part. So just, like I said, try. Easier said than done. Go with the flow. And know that all this will end one day. And so that should give you comfort. And if you believe that we're living on a floating rock, that should give you comfort too. Nothing really matters, which makes everything matter. Can't really go into depth exactly what that means, but hopefully you understand. But yeah, I feel like I'm stalling now because I've been talking for so fucking long, but I'm going to go. I feel like I was walking around in the fucking grass for like 30 minutes straight.